Welcome back to episode 6 of Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind, folks. And this portion of today's episode is the news. We're going to start right off the bat by saying Some that... Very, very we, sad. Yeah, we had very, very sad news. So since we filmed our last episode, which was about a week and a half ago yeah. at this point, uh, it was actually during our last filming last Thursday. Yeah, the news broke that Ashley Massaro had passed away. Yeah, that at the age of 39, and the, the details that have since come out point to an apparent suicide yeah. um which is very very sad you know the, the wrestling world really paid a lot of tribute yeah to uh to ashley over the course of the next few days and really the next week um and really trying to spread the word that it's okay to to have mental issues and, yeah and to uh you know to reach out to people and that's a um yeah it's, it's a huge loss for the wrestling community because she was getting ready for a comeback she was getting ready. She was getting ready for for in ring work. She'd been working out with several people, and um, it's just it's a real shame yeah. that sad, you know, that she, uh, she that she felt that way. Yeah, she couldn't. That she felt she couldn't keep going. You know. Um. So with that being said, and that sad part being out of the way, we're going to get yeah. onto the rest of our news um, that pertains more to the actual wrestling world right now. As opposed to just that single loss. But again, our, our thoughts and condolences go yeah. out to the family and friends of Ashley Massaro. Especially her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Super sad. Super sad. Um, okay, so I, I came across a lot of different types of news stories this week <laughs> as I was putting together the news report. Well, it's going to be an interesting, interesting week. Yes. Yes. So first of all, <laughs> before we get too far, we... we first of all, we... Did not say this at the beginning, but please like, comment, share, subscribe. Yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter, Will and Ted, T-E-D, Rewind, W-R-E-W-I-N-D for Twitter. Um, but that being said, um, it's a very eclectic news report yeah, this week. There's uh, but we a did, bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And we're going to talk some AEW here, but we're going to break AEW into its own segment later in the show. That'll yeah. probably be a separate video for this week's episode. Because of Double or Nothing and all that. Yeah, and actually... We, we, we want to give that its due diligence. Right, and, and we actually divided... We instead of, instead of trying to watch everything and anything we could this week, we actually spent a lot of time... Um, preparing for AEW, looking up people yeah. that were participating in the show that we hadn't heard of before, or that we hadn't seen enough of before to have a true judge of what their abilities were, and, and uh, again, watching the pay-per-view. So, um, we are not going to be reporting this week on Impact Wrestling or Ring of Honor, except for anything that came out in the news yeah, over the course of the week. Alright, so the first biggest story I have here is that the, the, rec- the most recent rumor here is that Vince is heavily pressuring Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out of retirement for uh, one more match, just like he did to Sean, just like he did to Shawn Michaels, for a Saudi in, show. At least that was in Australia, that he, he got that for for HBK. But I just... We we talked about our issues with the Saudi show on our last show. Yep. So if you want to know how we feel about that, go watch that one. But I just... Yeah. I can't... I don't see the, the Texas rattlesnake going to Saudi Arabia for a show. <laughs> um, Mr. Stars and Stripes himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have a hard time believing that Steve Austin will be pushed into doing anything. Yeah. Um, but if the money's right, anybody might do anything. So I um, I mean, I really hope if he does come out of retirement, it's not for a Saudi show. 
Yeah. I really, really, really hope. It still bothers me, and I've tweeted this several times on our Twitter, that the Saudi show is being booked as better or, or the, the same as or exceeding <laughs> WrestleMania. That boggles my mind. <laughs> WrestleMania is your main show for the year. And now oh, you're saying it's man. not in favor of a Saudi show. Oh, just please, please, please. It's like Vin, Stop it. Vin, Vince has the gun and all he can do is aim it at his feet. Yep. He keeps shooting himself in the foot. Yep. And people are leaving in droves. Alright, so that's that's the rumor about Stone Cold. I mean, listen, one of these Stone Cold returning rumors comes up every couple of years. <laughs> I, I never believe them. No. Because I think that he's truly done. Um, although you look at someone like Sheamus, who has been wrestling with the same condition that yeah. Steve Austin has and that Edge has for a couple of years now and you wonder either he's crazy or <laughs> you know or it's possible and these guys just don't want to take the risk yeah. you know which is I, I actually just saw I don't have an issue right right before I walked in your door I actually just saw a picture of Seamus he just posted a, a picture of him post workout mm-hmm. he looks he looks really good right now oh yeah she, I mean Seamus is just in incredible shape and I'm, I really I'm hope that he's that, not done yeah Oh, I'm man. hoping that's leading towards his return. Oh, please. Yeah. Please. He's so good. Because Cesaro's kind of just like out there now. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, and this is a story that's actually on my notes a little bit later, but he got, Cesaro got his own music and graphics last week. Yeah, he did. And you know what? It's about time. It has taken far too long for this man to get back into the singles competitive yeah. realm. He's he's too good to be stuck in a tag team. And listen, it was a great tag team. Yeah, we're not saying it's bad. The bar the was... bar was a great gimmick. It was a great tag team. It did everything you wanted it to do. But at the end of the day, these two guys both, both of them should are too be good main to, Yeah, they're both too good to be on a tag team together. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's my problem. Yeah. Um. So listen, the the next big thing here, and, and I believe this, um, is that Kofi. Actually, has a little bit of heat backstage right now for inadvertently hurting three people in the span of a month. Now, I know two of them are Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. I don't know who the who the third one is off the top mm. of my head. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Um, you know, and and you know, Daniel Bryan was out for a couple weeks post WrestleMania, and then he came back, and now he's a tag team champion. Yeah. Um, no, Sami Zayn got a little tweak. He's fine. He's still doing his, his shtick every week. It's- but tweaks are going to happen. Yeah. It's professional wrestling. Yeah. But when you work as much as they do. Comes back to the scheduling issue well, that we spoke about <laughs> what, a couple, couple weeks ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, they need to lighten the load. They do. But, um, you know, that being said, apparently Kofi has a little bit of heat backstage. Obviously, I think it's going to pass over. I think that they're yeah. still riding the Kofi wave right now. He's still too popular for them to take the strap oh, off of him. Of course. But, um... But apparently that's that's a thing right now. Yeah. Uh, Killian Dane's return to NXT is kind of being highlighted with uh, a new persona. Interesting. And, and a feud with Cassie Zono. And I think that <laughs> it, that happened at like a house show in Tampa for NXT. Okay. And um, so it's like because I didn't I didn't hear about this. Yeah, it wasn't on TV. Um, I'm good with it. So am I. I think that the the, the two of those guys will put on a great program. Oh, Killian Killian Dane's. Incredible. I know. For I know. for his size, yeah. it's just, it, he's insane. And I think he and Cassie Sono are two big guys yeah. that can do so much. And I think that they'll be just fine. Yeah. 
holding that feud together without having a huge contrast of styles. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Um, so, a little this, bit... <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> you haven't written down that Bellator is apparently interested in Jack Gallagher? Yeah. I didn't read that anywhere. Yeah, man. And I, I want to know why. It came up on WrestleZone. And I, I double-checked myself. Like I, I looked <laughs> at it and I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. And I clicked on it and I was like, this is a legitimate story being published by WrestleZone. And the reason I keep saying WrestleZone for that is because I trust WrestleZone to check their sources. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of those sites out there that don't. But, yeah. Bellator was Jack Gallagher. Why? I'm so confused. Because he's a striker. I mean... Listen. CCM Punk. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I hate you. I hate you so much. Alright. That's all I'll say on this situation. I hate you so much. Alright, so I guess Baron Corbin was at a house show last week. And he ditched the waiter gear. Right? I mean, he's still Baron Corbin. It doesn't right. matter. And he was sporting the jeans and the cut-off t-shirt again. He could come is... out looking like Doink the Clown. People will still boo him. Yes. Well, I mean, I would boo anybody that looked like the... Well. <laughs> um, so, he, he finally ditched all this, right? And then he tweets out, Sorry, Twitter haters. The vest isn't gone yet. And then he's still sporting it. So, he got everybody's hopes, you know, up from negative five to negative four and then dropped it down to negative seven. Um... Uh, the guy's a waste of TV time. He is. Um, all right, so Mahabala. I don't know how to say this guy's name. I'm blanking right now. Mahabali. Mahabali. Thank you, Shara. <laughs> uh, he he resigned with Impact, okay. just having left NXT. Um, I mean, he had only positive things to say about NXT, which is great. And he and he said he had a great time while he was there. He just didn't. Want to sit there and not be used? And yeah, he knew he'd be used at Impact, so he he went back and resigned with those guys, which I think is a yeah, great for him. You're gonna you're gonna want to go where you're gonna be used. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look at look at Leo Rush. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we still haven't gotten any. We still haven't gotten any official. No, but he he wants to be. Yeah, he wants to be used yeah. in, in the ring. I mean, look at Rhino. Rhino's the same way. Um, so last time we reported on Y2J, I'm sorry, you're hearing a train whistle in the background that's going to get louder, so we're going to pause for a second here. Alright guys, so welcome back. Um, unfortunately, you will notice that we did a cut scene here and that, uh, you know, the camera angle has changed. Unfortunately, something went wrong with the camera. Technical difficulties. We're, We're having technical difficulties. Hopefully we'll be able to crop this shot and make it look a little bit similar. Um... But that being said, we're going to keep the show rolling here so that we can uh, we can still bring everything to you here this evening. So we're just going to get things readjusted here just a little bit. And we are going to rock and roll. So uh, just before the train whistle started blowing, yeah, which set everything into motion yeah. seemingly, we had talked about uh, Shara resigning with Impact. So here we are, similar to uh, to Y2J getting ready for Double or Nothing. We got a, a Instagram post from Goldberg, <laughs> where he's start, his arms are looking sick right now, man. 
Uh, you know, he's getting ready for his match with uh, with the Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. First time ever. First time ever. Should have happened 15 years ago. <sighs> All right. Just what we want. Yep. 15 years later. Yep. Yep. All right. So um, then we Chad Gable sporting a new look. Mm-hmm. He's he's you know got his he got his he kind of needs it. down and yeah. yeah. So it's a. Uh, it's looking good, man. He's got he's got a new gig going for him. Hopefully, they uh, they utilize him a little bit more. Yeah. So, he he should be because he's one of the better technical ref- wrestlers out there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um. So in in good news, good news and bad news. Starcast took another hit. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's for it was reasons. for a legitimate reason, right? Yeah. So Starcast, uh, unfortunately, Ric Flair was not able to be at Starcast. And uh, that's because he had surgery that was postponed. But the surgery went well, and he is doing great. There was a picture of him on Twitter flexing. <laughs> man, that man's biceps are still ridiculous. Oh, man. Ridiculous. He just I don't think he's ever going to die. Don't say that. Please knock on wood right now. <laughs> knock on wood right now. Thank you. Um, so... That you know, that was a good thing that the surgery went well. Yeah. But it sucks for the people that went to Starcast because they for the people who wanted to see him. Right, exactly. And Jericho pulled some shenanigans at Starcast too. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. Instead of do- going up and doing his show live there or whatever it was, and I, I didn't do enough reading about this. I just saw it yeah. today in passing. But I guess Y2J had a cardboard cutout of himself when he was supposed to be there. And it was oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he just didn't go. And then when That's someone awesome. when someone when someone complained about it on Twitter, he was like, "Actually, this, this is nothing to do with Starcast. This was my choice because nobody thanked me for putting on a good show." <laughs> and I was like, "Shots fired! Damn it, Y2J!" Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, leading up to Double or Nothing, which obviously happened, yeah, uh, two days ago. Um, pack, pack, yeah. yeah. Um. He he quit AEW. He, yeah, basically. So I guess he's the Dragon Gate champion. Yeah, and uh, they were gonna have him beat Hangman, but then ultimately he was gonna lose to Kenny Omega down the line or Y two J whoever. Okay, right. Um, but he didn't. He didn't want to lose. That's all. That's all I know. Is right. One thing is he did. He didn't want to lose because he, at least while he's champion for Dragon Gate, I, I right. believe. Because right. they they pretty much gave him a start, which I can understand. He's very loyal to that brand. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess what they ended up doing is so he basically said, "I'm not going to come to Double or Nothing." Yeah. So they said, "Okay, well, there's this show coming up in Nottingham, in the UK. We're going to send Hangman over there. He's going to make a surprise appearance. You guys are going to have your match there. We will pay you guys to do this match." Yeah. And they they showed it on their YouTube channel. Yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, um, you know, and so that was that was cool. And now he's gone, man. Like he's just not part of the AEW thing, which sucks for him. It does because, but AEW it's, it's his choice. So yeah, yeah. Um, so then Y2J debuted a new finisher that he posted about. So my new story comes because. He posted on Instagram and Twitter about it. He posted yeah. a video of himself at Batista's gym training this backspinning elbow. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. I like it. The people, Some people are like kind of hating no, on it. No, but... it's not a flashy move. No, so? it's a realistic move. Yeah. I'm a fifth degree black belt. That's going to hurt. You know? If if I hit somebody with a backspinning elbow, they're not getting up. Oh, it's going to hurt. <laughs> 
Then I, I guess I like the. It's kind of it's one of those moves where you can literally just kind of hit it. Yep. Out of nowhere. Yep. So it's, it's, it's not like it's you not have to set up. It's not like a, it needs a setup or anything. Agreed. Excuse me. This happens on, every man. time we Wake film. Wake up. This happens every time we film. I don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't happen to me any of the time. Maybe I'm doing the same thing to our audience. Who knows? You know. <laughs> All right. So Bray and Jojo, Bray Wyatt and Jojo, welcomed their son to the world. Their son is named Nash Six Rotunda. K-N-A-S-H-S-I-X-X-R-O-T-U-N-D-A. That's an interesting name. It's a very interesting name. But congratulations to them. Yes, very much so. You know, as a father myself, you know, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the world. And, and, uh, you know, God bless you guys and and everything you guys are doing. So we talked about someone re-signing with Impact. And I'll add to that that Jordan Grace has now signed a new two-year two-year deal deal with Impact. Uh, She's been great over there. Yeah, and and they're letting her pretty much do her thing, which is awesome. Um, But Scarlett Boudot has requested her release. And I didn't see a reason why. AEW. Confirmed. (laughs) Um, Another Y2J story. Y2J took a huge jab at WWE after Money in the Bank. (laughs) Um, You know, which obviously we'll have to talk about a little bit tonight is Money in the Bank. Because we haven't talked about the results of that show yet. But, uh, you know, booking with the Brock Lesnar win for the Money in the Bank briefcase. And, uh, you know, I guess he he, he went pretty pretty ham on them. The sarcasm was real. Yeah. And Twitter did not like it. (laughs) Twitter was, like, eating this up. And and I'm sitting back with my popcorn just going, hmm, I'm here for the comment section. Show the the gif of Big E just throwing popcorn at his face. Yes. That was pretty much us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um... So get this, Lana went on Twitter and claimed that all of the ideas that she has been pitching for herself are being given to other talent. Interesting. It was something along the lines of, it's awesome to see that my ideas are being used. Hmm. Even if they're not by me. I wonder what ideas. Yeah, that kind of leads me to that same question. I'm kind of I'm, now. I'm just curious. <laughs> hmm. Al Snow. <laughs> that oh, was Al Snow for <laughs> for our listeners. <laughs> I I have no excuse. <laughs> I'm just an awful host. I apologize. So Al Snow <coughs> didn't think that the hardcore title should return, or that we should have a 24/7 title. Continuing, his his reasoning for that was that it was kind of an organic thing that developed out of Mick, yeah, having that title that got beaten to hell, and that's I guess what what kind of happened. So this is actually a little bit further down on our list, but we can talk about it now. So WWE unveiled on Monday Night Raw the twenty four seven title. Mick got almost booed out of the building, which is yeah, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. And Mick took the heat for it too. Like he, on Twitter, like someone called about it. Like they they were like they were talking about it, and. uh and I guess he, he said, you know, I have no one to blame but myself. And I just I didn't get it over. But um you know, that title looks like hell. It does. It, it's not a pretty title. No. It is an ugly title. But from everything I've gathered, the idea is that the title is gonna get beat to hell. I hope. And it's gonna become 
a hardcore title without being hard, called the hardcore title. Just call it, if it's going to be the hardcore title, just call it the hardcore title. And bring call back the gimmick. a spade a spade, yeah. my friends. Just bring back the gimmick. I mean, it leads into the to the next thing that we have on the news, which is AEW got a TV 14 rating. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we announced last week, um, you know, well, we didn't announce it. Yeah, AEW. TNT, TNT yeah. and AEW announced it, but we reported last week that AEW got a weekly two hours. So is it two hours? It is two hours. Okay. And so here's here's how I can confirm that. I watched an interview with Chris Van Vliet okay. interviewing Cody Rhodes the day before Double or Nothing. Okay. On a, on Friday, and he, Cody, confirmed. Weekly, two-hour, live. Okay. So, it will be a weekly, live, aired television show for standard for... Correct. It's it's what what Raw used to be. It's funny, because Raw always used to be the two-hour show versus Nitro, the three-hour show. And now it's all switched around. (laughs) You know? But yeah, so the... Which one's still... Which one's not around? (laughs) Ding, ding, ding! (laughs) Um... So, yeah, AEW is now TV 14 rated, which is awesome. I mean, based on the which, show we saw yeah, this, this week. Based on Double or Nothing, it's going to need it. We're going to have to talk about that. Like I said. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in our Double or Nothing recap. Yep. Yep. Um, so, speaking of AEW, Brandon Cutler was offered a surprise AEW contract <laughs> by the Young Bucks. They filmed it and everything. Like, they were like okay. there just hanging out with their phones and like, oh, no, I'm not filming anything, you know? And, <laughs> and uh, they were there chatting about it. They, Nothing's they, going then, on. then they were like, yeah, yeah, let's do an interview real quick. Yeah, and then, it was cool, man. It was a really cool reaction. His sentiment was really cool. cool. He was, it, it was, it was nice. Um, so now we got a not so cool story. Um, so there was, there's this promoter, um, from Absolute Intense Wrestling. And he's that's like one of the biggest indie circuit shows, you know. Okay. AIW is one of the biggest ones out there. And the promoter says that Phoenix of the Lucha Brothers lied to him and then no showed his event. Interesting. It's not unheard of in the wrestling world. I mean, no. let's, let's be honest. I mean, these guys are no. But that doesn't, that doesn't seem like anything Phoenix would do to me. His brother was there, mm. and he no showed. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty then. Uh, so That's Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this out. Yeah. You're gonna have. I'm to. gonna have to. <laughs> so the we gotta talk about 24/7 title. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Rhodes celebrated 11 years <clears throat> sober this year. Good for him. You know that, and that's and it was like this past week, and that's, that's awesome, man. That's that's good stuff. Uh, Rusev continues to be amazing <laughs> on Twitter. His Twitter game is just incredible. incredible. Yeah, and he so he had this back and forth with Charlotte Flair oh about you know I, I wonder what it takes to be a world champ. You know she's a nine time world champion already. By the time <laughs> I get my first world championship, she'll be the hundred and seventeen time world champion. <laughs> and he's like, what do I have to be? What do I have to do to to win a championship? And she said, and like they were going back and forth. And one of the things she says, well, you're gonna have to change your last name. <laughs> so. It, it was a really fun interaction between those those uh, two, and funny. it was funny, man. It was really funny. Rusev is a diamond in the rough. Yeah, diamond in the rough. We already talked about Cesaro. Yeah, 
JR. And uh, JR, yeah, man. He said that titles have never meant any less than they do right now in wrestling. He's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. First of all, everyone has a title now. Everyone has multiple titles yeah. now. You know, in the old days, like, you had the WWF Championship. Yeah. Intercontinental Championship. The Tag Team Championships. A Women's Championship. And then a light heavyweight championship was kind of on and off again. Yeah. You know, NWA had the NWA championship. The tag team championships. <laughs> I just... You gotta wake up, man. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm here. I'm filming. Um, so, man, those fireworks are intense tonight. Yeah. Well, it's Memorial it's Day. It's Memorial Day. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, if you look at the, the rundown of just ridiculous belts that are on TV in the WWE. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you've got two heavyweight championships. Yeah. You've two got tag team championships. Two tag team championships. Three tag team championships, actually, with the women. Three tag team championships. Yeah. Two mid-card titles. Two mid-card titles. Cruiserweight title. Yeah. 24-7. 24-7 title. I That's mean, nine championships. Do you want to add in... Well, we added it in the Cruiserweights, which is 205 last, so you got the NXT... NXT Chain, UK. NXT UK. NXT. Uh, women's. Women's. Both, both women's titles and both, uh, both the, tag titles and the North American title. So that's what? 21? 20-something titles? It's re- that's just... No, that can't be right. <laughs> heavyweight, heavyweight, <coughs> tag, tag, tag. Mid-card, mid-card. Women's, women's. That's nine. Yeah. 24, 24-7. Yeah. That's, that's, ten, a, that's ten, ten titles just on Raw and SmackDown. Right. Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. NXT, NXT UK, NXT tag, NXT UK tag, women, NXT women's, NXT UK women's, North American. Alright, so it's 18. 18 titles. That's still a lot. That's a huge amount. Huge amount. I'm hoping AEW doesn't have a lot of belts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The one they have is pretty, though. Yeah. It's Um, a very pretty belt. (laughs) Again, we'll talk about that later. So... Starcast, as we said, yeah. had another fallout with Ric Flair because of the surgery thing, um, and basically, it as it comes, um, they ended up giving a lot of refunds for the Ric Flair stuff. Well, it's understandable, it, but yeah, it's, it still sucks. It does. Oh God! Cut! 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 All right. <laughs> so Impact is uh, looking for a new. Home for their television show. Well, they're on Twitch right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It makes a lot of sense. And Pursuit, which nobody has. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I really don't know if they're going to find a home, honestly. Yeah, they're it, like, se- it seems to be really tough. So, so when we were growing up, we had, um, we had, you know, 3610, yeah. 1729. 48, 57, and 12. Yeah. Right? Those were our channels on TV growing up, except unless you had cable. Yeah. Right? And WWE and WCW were on cable. And the only channel that was on regular television that had uh, that had wrestling on it was 48. <laughs> and it was ECW yep. every Friday night. You know? And I kind of feel like that's impact now. It is. I feel like your big three now have become WWE, AEW, Impact, WWF, 
WCW, ECW. And I mean, Ring of Honor has a, a... They have their own slot. Yeah, but I don't think that... <clears throat> I think more people watch Ring of Honor through their, their app. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I kind of want to talk about all the different apps for a minute. I did it's some kind research of, It's kind of getting muddled. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has an app. Yes. Um, so, last but not least... Well, before I get to the bigger story here, Ty Dillinger has not officially signed with AEW. It says on our yeah, notes that he it, has. It, but it, I, I did read that he hasn't technically signed, signed his contract yet. Right. He was there. Yeah. But he yeah. hasn't fully signed his contract yet. All right. So KO, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Added to the list of people that is refusing to participate in I the mean, Saudi Arabia show. We. Like I said, we went over this in our last episode. I don't, I don't blame him for, for not going. Nope. Nope. Um, because of that, Dolph Ziggler returned. Yeah. And now he's going to face Kofi at this Saudi show. And surely which, is the Which I, I, I like, but yeah, we, he's there's no way he wins. Unless he wins and then Brock catches in. Yeah. Eh. Yep. I'd rather not. Yep. No, I think we'd all rather not. <laughs> um... And so the last thing I just want to talk about real quick here is, yeah. is all of the different subscription channels that you can do for the different wrestling companies. So we've yeah. got the WWE Network, and there's reports of that going to a tiered system where it'll be $9.99, $12.99, or $14.99, or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, based on what you buy is what you get. Um, I think that's a mistake. I think they'll lose people. Oh, yeah, it is. Big I time. think they'll lose people. Um so, but let's I mean, just that, let's just say you want your premium. That's fifteen dollars. Yep. So let's say let's say let's say we're going to get the premium package for everybody, right? Yeah. Fifteen for WWE Network. The Impact Plus is seven ninety nine. Yeah. So that's eight bucks. So now we're at twenty three. Yeah. The Honor Club is ten bucks a month. Now Sorry, thirty three. Okay. Um, I'm sure AEW is going to have. AEW is just is developing one. Yeah. Um, I would assume it's going to be anywhere from the the eight to ten dollar range too. Yep. Let's say ten. Let's say ten. So that's what forty four forty forty three dollars now. And then New Japan has <clears throat> New Japan World. Yeah. And I think that's eleven ninety nine. So we're looking at fifty five dollars. You're looking at fifty five dollars a month for all access to wrestling. Yeah. You know what? Not for nothing. I mean, that's not too bad to me, money wise. But it's just so much content. There's just it just gets to the point where we're gonna you're gonna need a bigger team of people to to watch all that stuff. Yeah, and we're only two guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and we struggle to watch everything now. Yeah, you know we like I haven't watched two hundred five live this week, and you didn't watch NHC UK, right? Right, <coughs> you know, so you know, we may have to talk about bringing more people in. But, yeah, but at the end of the day, really, what I wanted to get at though was that with all of these companies having their own subscription service, yeah, the problem that I have did I say Ring of Honor too? By the way, yeah, okay. The problem that I have is that there's never been a better time to be a wrestling fan because there's so much stuff out there for us to watch. Oh yeah. 
but there's so much stuff out there for us to watch. Yeah, that's and, that's the issue. So and, there's too much. And with that being the case, my fear is that these companies that have big pay-per-views, Impact, Ring of Honor, yeah, NWA. <laughs> New Japan, um, you know all, all these places that they, they they're gonna get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, um, especially with the WWE pumping out a pay per view every like three weeks. Right, and I I'm glad that AEW had so much success this weekend. Yeah, I'm Which, glad that they had a reasonable amount of. People buy the pay-per-view. I mean, they, they said they set an attendance record at the MGM Grand. Yeah, so that, there was a joke about that at the beginning, though. Like, at the beginning of the broadcast, they were like, so, there's 20,000 people yeah. here. We've set the record. And then Cody went, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Building only holds 13,000. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad they had so much success this weekend. I think that $50 was a little bit steep and probably hurt them. Now listen, they need to make money. Yeah. And and the product, having watched it, the product was good enough. Oh yeah. To pay fifty dollars for. But, but when we're talking Did you about, pay fifty dollars for it? This is the question. It was good enough to pay fifty dollars <laughs> for. Uh, <laughs> but but what I'm getting at though is that if we're gonna be having fifty five dollars a month in wrestling fees yeah. Why am I going to pay $50 for a pay-per-view? So I really hope that if all these streaming services are there, that they all go the route that WWE has been the past several months. Where you don't have years. yeah, where you don't have to pay for the pay-per-view. Right, because it's included in your subscription. Yeah. I think that needs to happen in order for the business to continue to thrive. That's uh, that's just yeah. my my little bit of no, insight. I don't I don't know if you've you'd heard, but I know AEW has said that or because we're on the topic of their their pay per view, they won't be pumping out pay per views like WWE does. They said they'll do like I think they said like four or five a year. Okay, and I'm perfectly okay with that because I think the WWE pumps out way too many. Yeah, I agree. Pay per views. I agree. <clears throat> here's here's where I'm going to call BS on that a little bit. Okay, so yeah, they say they're going to have. Four or five a year, right? Yeah. They've already announced All Out. They've already announced one after All Out. So what, they're going to do three in the course of five months, and then the other seven months they're going to do two? Like, Well, uh, it depends on when the... I think it depends on when the TV deal actually starts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway... Um, we're... Yeah, we've gone through our news. We got through the news segment, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back with our WWE results for the week, um, talking about Money in the Bank, talking about 205 NXT, NXT UK, Raw and SmackDown, uh, and then we'll take another quick break, and then we will... Talk about Double or Nothing. Talk about Double or Nothing. And then we will be uh, <coughs> rocking on around the Christmas tree. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you.
All right, wrestling fans, welcome back to Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind. We are now coming at you with our WWE uh, results segment. I'm Ted, this is Will, and it's time to rewind. Do, 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 do. I'm going to bring up the uh, yeah. everything that we need. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Money in the Bank's not on here, but we'll be okay. No, we'll, we'll go through that. I guess the Raw will be the first one that we'll actually talk about. Yeah, sounds good. Or not. Come on, man. Not PC, bro. It's not PC. Don't hate. <coughs> Don't hate. Alright. Alright, so. Welcome back, folks. And uh, in case you haven't just yet, please make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe if you're with us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on our podcast on Spotify or Anchor or wherever you may be. Thank you so much for listening in with us today. Um, so we're going to start by talking about Money in the Bank. A yeah, little bit, which we don't we don't have a lot to really talk about because, like we said, Thrones came on yeah. literally right in the middle of the. Uh, yeah. and, and and I'm just gonna have a non wrestling thought for a moment. The internet exploded about this Game of Thrones ending, <laughs> and, and everybody is like, "Raw, why did you do this to us? You suck!" Aha! And yeah, you know, listen, I don't think that it was the best ending that they could have put together for us. No, but it wasn't that. Bad. No. Like, the internet just sucks. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> okay. Alright. It'll, it'll turn from a, a WWE segment into a Game of Thrones segment. <laughs> Fair enough. So anyway, so we didn't watch uh, Money in the Bank Live. So if you follow us on Twitter, and many people were interacting with me during, yeah. my, during my live tweets. So I did the live tweet, and, and for those of you that don't know, basically what happens is while we're watching a show, we will tweet live. So right yeah. now, actually what's happening right this moment is we are actually watching Monday Night Raw. That's the, what you see the reflection of in the in the window behind <laughs> us here. Monday Night Raw is in the back on in the background while we're filming this episode for you because it's Memorial Day and we just scheduled for weird. Unfortunately, it's a holiday weekend, so it's yes. it's tough to find a, a time to record. Right. So we, uh, you know, so we basically piece everything together, and uh, but normally one of us is watching the show. And tweeting out, and one of us might be just like retweeting WWE or Impact or Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, or sometimes I, you know, like I, I will just provide my thoughts. Yeah. As we're watching the shows, and um, so I watched Money in the Bank on Monday afternoon, um, the day after Money in the Bank, leading into Monday Night Raw. I kind of watched a little bit of Money in the Bank here and there, but I didn't really tweet anything about it because that was more. It was more on in the background as I was getting things ready for the Thrones finale. Got you. So, um, you know, and thank you to everyone that was that was interacting with me. Yeah. You, um, you know, there was a whole slew of people that were a um, responding, b, um, you know, just doing general likes and reactions, and c, uh, we had a lot of retweets during that time. Yeah, we did. Just because people were interested in what was being said, which is really cool. So thank you guys to, to our Twitter friends out there and our followers um, for, for just interacting with us and, and yeah, participating in what we're doing. So that, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, so Money in the Bank, I thought, was actually a, a pretty decent paper. Yeah, well, there wasn't much to really be upset about. Yeah, uh, and, and some people were like, crazy pissed off about the ending. They're like, the whole pay-per-view was ruined because of... Listen, we're, I'll, that's I'll get... yet to be seen. Right, right. You can't judge it. You... If, 
if something good comes out of it, then it it becomes a good ending to Money in the Bank. If something bad comes out of it, then there was always a time. Yes. So it's, yes. It, we're in purgatory right now you with know, that ending. And Jericho certainly seems to think that. Well, <laughs> you know, Jericho <laughs> tweeted out, Chris Jericho tweeted out that, you know, WWE's booking is just awesome. Hint that sarcasm, you know. Yeah. And um, all that business. But frankly, and, and, and I'll say this quite pointedly, WWE is worried about AEW. They, they should be. <laughs> um, they did a good job with Money in the Bank. It was well done. Yeah. There were three segments that I had a big issue with. Um, I had a big issue with the fact that Ms. Shane didn't get resolved yeah, with, with the difference in what happened at WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm Shane, kind of, I'm just over that. Yeah, it, Shane it won by technicality, ended. and it is what it is. And then Shane won by skirting around technicalities of the match and the cage match at yeah. the bank. And I'm over it. it yeah, it should have been it, over it, after. Yeah, Mania. it should. It should have ended at Mania. But yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's item number one. That was the first big thing I just didn't like about the pay per view. Um. Although I'll say the match was quite entertaining. Yeah. The ending of the match just sucked. Um. And there were rumors that it wasn't supposed to happen that way. That's what I, th- I kind of thought because of the way that it ended with Shane pretty much falling out of his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, so I guess, it, it bothers me. Yeah, I guess, I guess the only people who really know how that was supposed to end are Shane, The Miz, and Vince. Yeah. And they won't say anything about it. No. No. And um, so the, the other thing here is that... Um, the Elias, so Elias that was just attacked. a waste of time. Yeah, Elias ta- attacked Roman backstage. He comes out. He sings with an electric guitar, which is different than what he usually does. Yeah, and then he goes to peace, and Roman comes out and kicks the crap out of him, and the match actually happens, and he wins. Uh, apparently, the WWE learned nothing from their previous runs with Roman Reigns. You expect them to, to change? I hoped. And I was disappointed. I, uh, That's what you get for hoping. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. At uh, least with the way the, the WWE is right now. It's just... Eh. Yeah, and so what I'll say is... Um, I'll say that... The WWE... Is going to have to make changes... In order to beat the competition. Yeah. But just like we saw in the 90s, <clears throat> that won't happen until the bats gets the wall. Yeah. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. And so I, I just, I hope that we will see the changes that we want to see in the company in the meantime. I mean, there's really only one change that needs to happen. Vince. And yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Woohoo XFL. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, and so la- last but not least, the. You okay over there? Uh, the XFL. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, are going to be buying all the A- all the AAF equipment Ugh. from their storage lockers. Um, <laughs> Another football league Johnny Manziel can get kicked out of. Yay! <laughs> so, right. the last thing about Money in the Bank was the, obviously the ending of the men's Money in the Bank match. You said, which. 
is yet to be seen if it's a good or bad ending. Right. For those of you who didn't watch the pay-per-view, if, you, if you've been living under a rock in the wrestling community, yeah. Brock Lesnar made his return to WWE after Sami Zayn was hung upside down in the... the uh, yeah. So the they bag. hung him upside down and there was an empty <laughs> spot in the match and Ali was about to get the briefcase and... About to. He stood up there holding the briefcase for about a minute and a half <laughs> as Brock's music hit. Where he easily could have pulled it down. But. Yes, and and then and Brock runs down, <laughs> pushes the ladder over into a cameraman who got seriously injured. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then Brock went up there and took the title after yeah. injuring Ali and busting him open the hard way on the table on the outside because oh. he fell off the ladder the, the hard way. <laughs> um, but that's okay, WWE. You just keep pushing Brock Lesnar when he's way past his prime, and it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, when when nobody really wants to see him in the main event, right? So, and this is why most people were complaining. And again, this is you know, you and I have had conversations about this. Yep. I feel that this was a great surprise moment for a pay per view. Yeah, nobody could have called. Yeah, it. I don't think anybody was nobody, expecting it. Nobody could have expected it, and I think that that's what Vince wanted to get out of it was that he's showing that he can still be unpredictable. I mean, if, if you had come to me and said, with the lead-up of... with the lead-up into Money in the Bank, someone was going to make a surprise return that night, I thought it would have been Bray Wyatt's actual in, in-ring debut. Agreed. Agreed. And not Brock Lesnar. Agreed. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll give, I'll we give know Vince why. We know why that didn't happen, because Bray Wyatt was off having a baby. Well, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I'll give I'll give Vince kudos for that one. He he, he got me on that one. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so listen, the the one big thing here is that I just feel that the WWE is going to have to make step up and make changes. Hopefully, that means that Brock Lesnar now chases the title. He's on TV on a weekly basis. Yeah. And if that happens, it, yeah, I don't if, think people will complain no, about if him. Brock is going to be on TV every week, deciding what title he wants to go after. Then that that's. A storyline. Yes. And it's not just... A new concept for the WWE. Yes. A storyline. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and he's not just there magically yeah. one day and defending the title. Yeah. Um, so those are my thoughts on, on Money in the Bank. Um, you know, do you have anything other than what we had already talked about? That Congrats, Bailey. <laughs> Sweetness. Yes. I mean, the... <laughs> AEW took some hard shots at Bailey this weekend, by well, the way. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, Money in the Bank overall, I would give it a solid A minus. Yeah, I thought that it was a good show and that it was entertaining. You know, and that's something that that our hero <laughs> Simon Miller, you know, he's constantly talking about. You know, was it entertaining? Was I entertained? Yeah, yeah, I was entertained by the show. It was a good show. You know, it gets an A minus. It does. Yeah. All right, so then we get on to Monday Night Raw. First thing we get is Brock with the suitcase boombox. <laughs> I, ki- I kind of like it now. It's so dumb, but I kind of like it. <laughs> the gif, the gif alone is worth it. It's the, awesome. The gif, the meme that has come out of this now, oh, man. because because he did that, he came out the the brief. Yeah, he's, he's so white. He's rocking it, man. <laughs> um, we can't say that. I mean. I mean, you're not wrong, but we can't say that. Um, you know, he's just, he's got, he's having fun with it. He is. And and 
That which means the Brock Lesnar we've, we've seen as see. we've been watching it tonight. He literally, they literally molded like speakers into it to make it look like a boombox, and now has shirts that say Brock Party. Yes. Come on. Yes. I mean, it's <laughs> obvious that they're having fun with this, and that is what they needed to do. They do. They they need to not be so serious sometimes. And yes. Kind of. Yes, and look at what they're doing. We talked about that with the American Championship Pro Wrestling show with yeah. with. Uh, Matt Stryker. Oh, yeah. You know, was, where, where we said, you know, the most entertaining match of the night was not a great wrestling match. No, it, it was, was just, just, it was pure stu- Stupid humor and... Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so, there's something to be said. <coughs> um, so, we got... And we got the announcement at Money in the Bank that Mick Foley would be debuting a new championship, which yeah. we talked about in our news segment, is the 24-7 title. Which, eh, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Yes, and so the show started off with Seth and Kofi confronting Brock. Brock came out, did the the head yeah, bob. The... Um, <laughs> you know, basically we were told, well, he's going to come for one of you, so both of you watch your back. And yeah. I think that's the right thing to do. Keep, yeah. keep the audience waiting. It, it helps Which pull the, everything together. The thing and... that's odd to me is that they keep talking about the wild card rule with this, and it's it's always been whoever wins Money in the Bank and challenge, challenge for whichever. either title. So they're kind of like... They're screwing with their own rule again, and it's kind of weird. They need to just... They're just stupid. Yeah. The wild card rule is stupid. It's stupid. Uh, There's no other nice way to put it. Like we keep saying, if you're going to end the brand split... Just end end the brand split. (laughs) Right. Right. Um... Yeah, Paul Heyman's great, as usual. He's just... He's phenomenal. Then we got Braun Strowman versus Sami Zayn. And, um, basically, Strowman beat the piss out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sami. He's yeah. literally come back to be a glorified jobber, from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate because he's super talented. Yep. Yep. Um,. You know, it's nice to see Strowman kind of get the revenge on Sami Zayn for getting yeah. him taken out of the Money in the Bank match. But still. Yeah. <laughs> if, no they, bueno. They need to... I know this ha- that the Saudi show has to be playing into how they're using Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for that matter. But, again, it's the Saudi show is taking precedence over everything and you're alienating your American audience. Yep. Because... The money, the money is... Because money, money, money! Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so, at Money in the Bank, we got Lucha House Party getting destroyed by yeah, Lars Sullivan. by Lars Sullivan. That so. headbutt was pretty freakish. And it yeah. worked. Lars Sullivan headbutted one of the members of Lucha House Party so hard. Because his head's almost as big as Brock's. Yeah. And he just busted himself open. And so, then we got <clears throat> basically the same thing happening They, they wanted revenge. So they challenged him to a handicap match, and he just... Okay. <laughs> it's a waste of talent. Yeah. Um, again, it's just... It's, we've gone from somebody who was supposed to fight John Cena at WrestleMania... To, to now, him fighting Lucha House Party. Party. And I think that just perfectly sums up yeah. how people view Lars Sullivan right now. Yeah. Is what it is. Um... I don't even need to go into further detail about it. Stay off Twitter. Yep. <laughs> we got uh, we got Ricochet versus Cesaro. And Cesaro got his own entrance and yep. his own graphics. It's about damn time. 
Um, and another entertaining match. Um, what they did was they they played off of the sick bumps that that Ricochet that taken, Ricochet had taken the night before, the bank. and Cesaro exploited them. Which they did a, oh, oh my god, the, the backbreaker! Oh, it, it it made me cringe. It legitimately made me cringe. Yeah. to watch that backbreaker. Also, the uh, the back body drop that that Ricochet took, he he launched himself. Uh, yeah. So, I was like, you know, are, are you going to come down? Yeah. You, this is going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he married Poppins it, man. Oh, man. Um, and speaking of Ricochet, you know, he, he and um, Casey Catanzaro were a thing. Yeah. Right. And so lucky Casey... Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very lucky him. <laughs> um, Casey Catanzaro posted this video on Twitter of her watching... The Money in the Bank ladder match yeah. for the first time, <laughs> and watching, and basically like reacting to all the things yeah. happening for Ricochet, and her watching him take those bumps, especially the one where he broke the ladder. Yeah. She was like devastated. Like you could just see her face. <laughs> like I really hope my baby's okay, you know. And it was awesome. And I, I t- so I tweeted her. Yeah. And I said, Hey, this was a real pleasure to watch. Thank you so much. And she tweeted us back again. again. Casey Thank is you. awesome. Yeah. I wanted to throw an F-bomb in there, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> but, you know, anyway, getting back to Raw, Cesaro and Ricochet, they had a great and, match. They yeah. all, and they're going to. They're two exceptionally talented superstars. But again, Ricochet, Ricochet lost. lost. Yes. Yes. Um, now, that being said, we just saw... It was such a good match, though, that he, he it doesn't hurt him. Right. But still... And the injuries help preserve him a little bit yeah. there from you know the injuries from from money in the bank. Now, that being said, and we'll talk about this more next week. Yeah. But we're watching Raw right now, just like we said a few minutes ago, and Ricochet just picked up a win over Cesaro. Yeah. So I think that that feud is going to be a thing and I really hope that I, it Yeah, I kind of like that. Um so the, these two put on a great match and then Shane oh. McMahon on our TVs again. I liked Listen, I I was a mark for Shane McMahon. <laughs> When I was a kid and in college, I was a mark for Shane McMahon when he first came back. Yeah. Um, WWE seems to think that Shane is Vince and that Vince was the reason that, reason that ratings were what they were in the Attitude Era. It wasn't Vince, folks. It was Stone Cold. It was The Rock. It was Triple H. It was Mankind. It was The Big Show. It was Lita. It was Team Extreme. It was Edge and Christian. It was pretty much anyone other than Vince effing McMahon. Yeah. Okay? And Shane McMahon eating up time on TV week after week on two shows each week. Yeah. Not just one. Two. Okay? When... <laughs> when... When's the last time you saw... At least on SmackDown, when's the last time you've seen Shinsuke? And when's the last time you've seen Rusev? But we keep getting Shane... Yeah, I'm um, I'm very anti Shane McMahon, and it's not because of the character. And so that's what WWE I think is feeding off of. Like, there's all this heat on Shane McMahon for coming out every week, and WWE is like, yeah, his character's over. No, it's, it's just that really people not. don't want to effing see him on the TV. Yeah, it's the same reason they booed Cena. It's the same reason they booed Roman Reigns, and they still do. Tired of it. <laughs> Stop. Give us something different for once. 
And for God's sakes, now you're pairing Shane with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Two people that they don't want to see. Stupid. <laughs> There's just too much stupid happening in the The unfortunate person in this whole situation is Drew McIntyre. Because Drew McIntyre is a great performer. And now he's just thrown in with Shane. Yep. And it, it does nothing for him. It does absolutely nothing for him. It does something. It makes us care less about him. So it does something for him, just not something positive. Yeah. All right, something positive that did come out of Raw: the revival got a win. Yeah, look at that over the Usos, and nothing weird had to happen during the match. There was no icy hot or shaving of backs. <laughs> I, I, I really, really hope that after this weekend and after WWE saw how many. Of their people were at AEW. I really hope that it's a thing now that they go, huh, we should probably do something to make this right. And how good the tag matches were at AEW. It's like... <laughs> yes. So, the, Especially because the, the, the poor SmackDown tag division is just decimated. It... it it doesn't like it's those. Awful. Yeah, there's just there's no good. Those, those belts don't. Mean, that's why they had to put the belts on Daniel Bryan and, and right. Rowan. Yep, yep. It's just tag team. Like Vince needs to see that tag team wrestling is a thing, a thing, and people want to see it. I mean, I mean, we, the only thing he sees value in, in tag team wrestling is getting as many people as he can on TV at one time. No. Because people equals ratings. No stories equal ratings. Yeah. God, God good matches. Sto- storyline. Good on. matches equal rating. <coughs> Not your three minute throw togethers with Lars Sullivan being Lucha House Party. Call like I see it. Yeah. Alright. So then we got a moment of bliss segment where Nikki Cross was out there and like Alexa took the, the coffee from her and yeah. poured it to her own mug, gave it back to her, right? <laughs> and then Becky came out and the Iconics came out and Lacey Evans uh, came, came out. And then we got a six-woman tag match. We got a six-woman tag match. Hmm. Where so- we- sounds like we were just talking about throwing people together in one match. Yes. Now, here's the thing is I actually didn't mind this six-woman tag match. No, it, it it plays into... Oh, boy. Sorry, we just got awful news that Baron Corbin is going to have a championship match at Super, <laughs> Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Thank God I'm boycotting that show already, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, anyway, back to things that actually matter. Um, <laughs> you know, th- this actually, it progressed several storylines. It did. So I, I'm, I'm completely okay with it. Yeah. Um, Bleacher Report didn't have as great of a so, thought about it. Well, but... like, Alexa Bliss was in the match, but she wasn't in the match yet. So yeah, she's, she's still she's still not, like, in-ring ready. Yep. And she 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 stood ringside and drank her yeah. drank her coffee. And, and you know what? That could be a great gimmick for her. I'd, I'd be okay with it. You know, just for like her to be in these random matches, but she, not actually do anything. <laughs> right? Like they they could actually give her and Nikki Cross a run with the tag team titles and have just Nikki just decimate and, everyone and, just, and have Nikki winning all these matches and Alexa just sits there and like occasionally she just like trips somebody in the ropes. Yeah, you know, I mean? like. I think that it would be perfect. That would be pretty cool. It would be, it'd be a fun... <laughs> it would be something fun. Um, I mean, obviously, Becky and Nikki were going to win that match. 
Yeah. I mean, it's... They're, they're not going to have... If anybody was going to take the loss in that match, it was going to be Nikki. Yeah, but... Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, so then, then it was in... Then it was announced. <laughs> then we got the 24-7 title shown to us by Mick Foley. Uh, it's such an ugly title. It's it's ugly. It's really ugly. <laughs> Titus O'Neil won, won it first. <laughs> and then about two seconds later, he got beat by uh, the best Robert. Must- yeah. The best mustache. The <laughs> best mustache in professional wrestling. And again, this seems to be a way just to throw people on TV. And I, but I kind of like it. I, I listen. I actually, I really like it. I, I really enjoy the concept. I mean, the hardcore title did such a great job of this when we were coming up as fans in the yeah. industry. Um, having the all these middle and lower mid card guys that generally don't get to get on TV because we're too busy watching Shane McMahon and Lars <laughs> Sullivan um, chasing something that uh. is meaningful to them. And by the way, I think that that Ron Killings is oh, the perfect person to be to get, this, this, to get this title over. <laughs> and so him beating him, him the tricking, way that the way that he beat Robert Roode we'll, for it was great. We'll get to it in a moment. But to but, me, I want I don't want to see them do it too much because I don't want I don't want them to use it as like filler, like. During the whole show, like if you're gonna do a segment, yes. do like one segment at the beginning, one segment at the end. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the one thing I didn't, the only thing I haven't liked about this so far, is that they they're using it as a way to get EC3 on the show. But if you've actually seen him in the segments, all he's doing is yelling and grunting. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that poor guy left a bona fide main event slot on Impact. To come here to be yelling and grunting after an ugly title. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lots of running scenes. Lots of running scenes. Yeah. Um, it's different. It's getting more people on TV. And... <clears throat> truth is gonna... Just absolutely make this yeah. title mean something. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> this title already is more important to me than the Intercontinental or U.S. Championships. Yeah, because we haven't really... Well, I mean, we'll talk about the, the U.S. Championship in a little bit, but uh, we haven't seen much with Finn and the title itself. He was in the Money in the Bank match, but he he hasn't got to do a lot with the belt itself yet. I'm hoping they have something good set up for him. Um, no. Finn Balor was in the Money in the Bank match but he was only there to essentially try to die yeah (laughs) because he tried to die he legitimately like I think he gave it thought he's like how can I how can I press (laughs) that's one way to get out of my WWE contract (laughs) how can I press how can I press myself to death yeah you know And, and he almost did I think yeah Alright, so then we got... Um, more Shane McMahon. More Shane McMahon. Miz versus Drew McIntyre. Shane interferes. I'm just Big over it. Roman Reigns comes down to make the save. It's... It, that that sums it up. The, the grade being an F. Yeah, the Bleacher, yeah. the Bleacher Report grade for this is an F, and they're absolutely right. Yeah. There's just... They can't do anything correct with this right now. Yeah. And then we got Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston versus Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. Which, out of nowhere, was made a no-DQ match. Yeah. What the hell? 
Um, probably because they were like, oh, Baron's not talented enough to do anything with that. <laughs> um, you know, Kingston and Rollins won. It was a good match. Lesnar came out and kind of taunted them a little yeah. bit at the end of the show. Which, by the way, we've already seen Brock more on TV in the with, last yeah, with the with the briefcase and he than that we ever saw him on TV with the, the Universal belt. Championship. Yeah, so which is kind of why I'm ha- I, as much as I'm. People are complaining about the end of Money in the Bank. I kind of like it so far because it, it's getting Brock Lesnar on TV, and he he's running with the gimmick. Yeah, yeah. So and that's uh, that's how we closed out Raw. Yeah. Overall, I give the show a C. Yeah. I mean, it didn't it didn't do much for me, other than this new gimmick with Lesnar. Uh, yes. Yep. It's just not good. Yeah. It's not good. Um, we go right into SmackDown then. Yeah, right into SmackDown. Yeah, and uh, so with SmackDown, first of all, the the advertisement going into the show was Big E coming back, and first they had like this random guy out there. Yeah, and then Big E came out, and he got a huge pop, and I love Big E. Big E is my man's. Um. And then he got attacked later in the show. So, right before, <laughs> why can't we start a wrestling show with a wrestling match? Because it's WWE, we don't do that. It's got to be a promo. It's got to be a promo segment. Why? This is a wrestling company. Why would we start with wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's quite bothersome to me. But anyway, um, you know, it, it was good to see everybody back together again. And yeah. it could have been a pre-match thing, but instead they made it into a whole bit. Um, then we got Andrade versus Sully. I mean, you're not going to get anything bad from these guys. No. The match is always <clears throat> going to be fantastic between these guys. My thing is, is now, this is two times in a row that they have fought against each other in SmackDown. Not necessarily back-to-back weeks, but two times in a row where these yeah. two guys have faced off. Where the majority of the match happens during commercial breaks. Yeah. And these guys are giving you your best product. They're giving you your best wrestling on the show, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's an issue give, for me. Yeah, they need to give them more of the spotlight. But, right. again... Shane McMahon gets to take up as much time as he wants. Right. And then, you know, Ali wins the match, which I think is the right call because Andrade won a couple weeks ago. It's 50-50 booking in this case. Um, And Ali was up at the top of the ladder before Brock came out, so I think it makes sense to push him a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, there there needs to be direction with this. They, They can't just have these guys fight everyone. Like, yeah, and th- th- there has to be something the, more Something to has to build. Right. Right. <laughs> then I can't got, look at that picture. Man. Then we got Mandy Rose versus Carmella, and R-Truth R- came out. <laughs> it was more about R-Truth than it was about Mandy Rose and Carmella. <laughs> That's an absolutely accurate statement, and I never want to see R-Truth in drag again. <laughs> I just don't. I think it's so funny, because, and listen, they're doing a great job of making this a comical thing with they the 24-7 are. title. Um, because he's wearing the belt 
Yeah. At all times, he's wearing the belt. And, he, he's, and trying, he's, wearing he's, just, he's trying to get into the disguise, but he's wearing the belt. Right. He's, he's, wearing, he's got the midriff shirt on, <laughs> and the blonde wig, and the butterfly sunglasses, and then he's wearing this big green and gold audacious belt. And, Ugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's perfect. It is. It's, it's, it's hilarious. He is the person to get this belt over. I said it. Yeah. I said it about wrong. Um, the, like we said, the match had nothing to do with anything. It was literally just about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our so, truth. Yeah. Kofi versus Sammy. Yes. Thank you. I'm going to try and keep things moving when I'm yawning. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's this room. This didn't happen when we filmed it at our other location. Well. And that's like after we worked out for an hour and a half. Yeah, true. Um, so Big E, we see Big E was attacked backstage and his knee is being repaired, you know, is being yeah. held. And so, you know, we're assuming that he's re-injured and that's, you know, I didn't, I knew he wasn't back on TV for long term yet. No. Um, and we, you know, so we got... Kingston beating Sami Zayn by pinfall because, like you said earlier, Zayn is now Zayn is now a glorified jobber. Yeah, and he doesn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. Right. Um, but, but, guess who came back? <laughs> guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Out of nowhere, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. And you know what? I said like maybe two weeks ago. I really wish that Dolph would come back. We were talking about him at the Royal Rumble and yeah. because he had that interview with uh, Chris Van Fleet. Um, and now he's here, man. And, and he's delivering some of the best promos he is. I've ever seen him do. Ever. I, I like him ever. It, it's unfortunate that he has to be thrown into a spot like this because I don't see it lasting that long. No. Because it's because of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn not wanting to go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. They, they need someone to... For Kofi to fight, and I guess Dolph was like, I'll do it. Yeah, Dolph. And Dolph Ziggler <clears throat> is what Sammy Zayn will be in five years. Yeah. He tried, they tried the solo run. They tried to, you know, to get him over. And he was over. But WWE's like, well, you're not over the way we want you to be over. So, well, yeah, that's, it's just like, screw you, man. Yeah. Screw you. Sami Zayn's one of the most talented people you have. Dolph Ziggler's one of the most talented people you have. But they're not six foot seven and they don't weigh three hundred pounds. And they, they have necks. Yes. <laughs> have um I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah, I, I would like I, I mean I would I don't see for, Dolph winning the, the belt in Saudi Arabia, but No. I would love to see him stick around though. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping he does. You know, and I hope that they do something meaningful with them. Not that I think that it'll happen, but we can hope, right? And then we got uh, Bailey and Becky versus Charlotte and Lacey. You know, or as Becky has come to call them, Vince's twins. Um, I mean, <laughs> when the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, overall it was okay. And, yeah. you know, Bailey and Becky won. I don't think that it's. Uh, I don't think it had enough meaning behind it. Not really. You know, it's just like, oh, well, these people are the ones that won on Sunday. Yeah, and it's these the two, are the, the, the two face, the face champs versus the two heel contenders. It's cookie cutter WWE stuff, right? And and we could be doing so much more with yeah. with our product at this point. 
Um, it was okay, but it just is what it is. And then Dolph came out and explained why he did what he did. He cut one of the best promos he's cut in yeah. 10 years. And that was really phenomenal. And then um, then we got Roman the, Reigns the versus Elias, the rematch. And, hey, what do you know? Shane McMahon got involved. Yeah. And then, hey, what do you know? Reigns overcame it and got the pinfall. It's like we've never seen this before oh. a million times and, on and WWE then, programming. And then Drew McIntyre came out. Yeah, it's just... I'm over it. Yep. C minus. I, I, I can't stand it, man. I, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I'm so happy that we have an alternative. It's like the middle The middle of these shows is so good, but then they just end it with crap. Yep. Yep. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go 205 Live. People that are actually trying to put on a good show. Yes. <laughs> like I said, I didn't get to watch 205 Live this week, so... It was a good show. <clears throat> um, so, it started off, we, we were supposed to get... Um, we were supposed to get the Singh Brothers rematch against Lucha House Party. Because Lucha House Party beat them for their first, you know, their first loss in X amount of years, yada, yada. Yeah. Um... And then they played up the whole, well, Lucha House Party got destroyed by Lars Sullivan two nights in a row. and <laughs> So they're not here. You know, just count to ten and give us the give us the victory. And from there, Rock, you know, Rockstar Spud or Drake Maverick, however you want to call him. He's you know. never going to be Drake Maverick. No, he, he, is, he is Rockstar Spud. <laughs> he is Rockstar Spud forever. Um, yeah, they're not here, but you know what? I'm a general manager and I'm going to put together another match for you and so we got Jack Gallagher versus and uh, Umberto Carrillo and I'll tell you what yeah. the, these guys all put on a very fun match it was cool it was a good match I enjoyed it best paced we got to see all, all the spots we wanted to see we get to continue to see the development of Umberto Carrillo I really like this kid yeah I think he's going to be something special yeah. and then Vince is going to ruin him well um <laughs> You know, and it was just... That's the unfortunate part. Yeah, it, it was great. And then we got a, a Mike a Mike Canal sighting. Nice. You know, um, so he's going to be involved in the Fatal 4-Way later in the match, or later in the night, um, where he and Maria do a, a promo backstage. And then we get um, an Oni Lorcan promo that makes me want to jump off a bridge because <laughs> it's, I deserve to win. I des- I'm going to show the world why I should get a shot at the Cruiserweight title. Oh, God. I'm going to beat the other people in this match. Ugh. That's legitimately what I felt like it was saying. It was just, it was not good. No bueno. Um, <laughs> and then they comment on Drew Gulak's cryptic Instagram presence lately. And then we got a decent interview with Davari backstage. Um, you know, he came out and did the whole, I'm, you know, I'm not just here to be flashy but I'm going to be flashy and then he lost anyway to Tony Nese at the <laughs> which by the way that was awesome that the Cruiserweight title was not yeah on it the wasn't on the pre-show it was on the main they, card they're, they're putting these guys on the, the they were in the what were they like the middle 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 of the, middle of the card and and you know what I'm completely fine with that I just wish that they would promote 205 Live more because the audience was checked out they were like oh yeah, who are these guys yeah, it, who are these schmucks it didn't seem like anybody really knew who they were right but these guys they put on a great show every night yeah 
Yeah, every time. Every single time. And then we got the Fatal 4-Way to determine number one contender for Tony Nice, right? And it was between mm-hmm. uh, Akira Tozawa, Arya Davari, Brian, Brian Kendrick. Uh, it was a Fatal 5-Way, my apologies. Mike Canales and Oni Larkin. And um, this match was fire, man. This match was really fire. It was it was awesome. Obviously, Mike Canales, one of my favorites out there right yeah. now. Um, he's he did a, a phenomenal phenomenal job in the match. I would have preferred to see him win, but we got uh, an Akira Tozawa victory, and I think that that is a great matchup. Yeah, with Tony Nice because I think that they will play very well off of each other. And I think that they will, um, you know, I think that they will give us a great program. Yeah, that seems, that seems like a really good good matchup to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Especially out of the five that we're in. I mean, obviously, you, us personally, we would like to see Mike Canales get a chance. Yep. But. Yep. Uh, I mean, Oni Larkin's a good wrestler. Like, physically. Yeah. He's okay. He does a good job. Or for God's sake, stop putting him in main event status on your show. <laughs> Don't let him anywhere near my or, <laughs> or give him a Terminator gimmick. <laughs> like, for real. <coughs> my goodness. Just my goodness. But yeah, Tozawa, Nice, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. Alright, and then we get to NXT. Yeah. NXT Ooh. was another fun show. Yeah. Really fun show. Um, a lot of focus on the Undisputed Era this yeah. week, which is, which is cool, them. which is really cool. So General Manager William Regal kicks off the show, announces that we're going to get a Fatal 4-Way ladder match for, for the NXT Tag Team Championships. That the Viking, we now know that the Viking Raiders have relinquished, relinquished the titles. Right. Um, so it's, what is it, it's uh, the Undisputed Era, so it'll be Fish and O'Reilly. Yep. Um, Street Profits. Street Profits. Uh, Forgotten Forgot Sons. Sons. And Larkin and, and... I forget the other guy's uh, name. Bush? Yes. Birch. Birch, sorry. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so I think that that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah, it, it's... A t- it, and it's just a ladder match, too. Which they yeah. haven't had, obviously, other than the Money in the Bank ladder match. They don't do that that much anymore. Right. So I think... And I be, think those four teams will be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome at that. Can't wait to see what the Street Profits do in a ladder match. Yeah, that, I think that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then we find out that Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano will definitely be for the NXT title. Well, the, they said that last week. Right. And, and um, you know, just to recap. Yeah. And uh, the, the Undisputed the Era plans to have a lot of gold. Yes. That, that was the, how they, they opened the show with the, the four of them in the ring. And the Gargano, yeah, and Gargano came out and he's yeah. like, you know, they go back and forth about who actually was more impressive in the two out of three falls match at yeah. Takeover and yada yada yada. And then the bro and, comes out, yeah, and, and attacks them from behind. Right. So then that sets up um, Fish and um, Fish and O'Reilly. Fish and O'Reilly. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, versus Gargano, Gargano and, and Riddle. Uh, in the main event, in that the night. main event for the, yeah for that night. Um, I mean, I can't I can't get enough of this feud. So yeah, I think the, the more you feed feed it to me, the the happier I'm going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, the undisputed era is just fantastic, and I hope that we get 
a ton more of them interacting with Matt Riddle and yeah. Johnny Gargano. Um, so then we got Mansoor versus Sean Maluda. Who looks like a, a an Uso cast-off. Yes. Um, and, and he's a member of that family. Yeah. Um, you know, Mansoor basically just... And it was one of those... It was a spot in between match. Yeah, it was one of those in between matches matches where they're just trying to fill a little bit of time. Right, and they're trying to build up some of their yeah talent. They're, they're they're, yeah, they're trying to show some of the uh, the younger guys that they have. The uh, the twisting suplex was cool. Yeah, the finisher was cool. Um, you know the the drop kick spots were were really awesome. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And then we got <laughs> then we got Prince Pretty. He's back. Uh, against the, the Velveteen Dream. It's unfortunate that it's because of Dominic Dajakovic. Yeah, that's going to be... Yes, Dajakovic. Yeah. Him. <laughs> His injury. All yawn, you mispronounce things. It's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> yep. But I think this is, this is obviously way better. Oh, yeah, this is money. <laughs> this is absolute money. So the Dream versus, you know, if it's pretty, we're going to get... An amazing feud out of oh. these two guys. It's going to be so much fun. Come on, and I am just the, the they're back and forth. Between... Tyler Breeze is finally back on TV. I don't care that he, that they sent him down to NXT. Yep, I think he'll yep. thrive there. Yes, absolutely. And then you watch. Mark my words, he will win the North American Championship. Not right away, but he will. Yeah, he will win the NXT Championship, and then they'll send it back up and, and screw it all they'll up. They'll send him back up and they'll mess it all up. <laughs> But the, the back and forth between him and Dream was incredible. Oh, absolutely. It was fantastic. Because Dream threw in some shots about him playing cops and robbers up on the main roster. And, like, oh, Fandango, yep. Come on. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Oh. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, man. I just, <coughs> I just realized that the video stopped recording. Oh, no. I don't know when that happened. Oh, damn it. I know what happened after we did Raw. <laughs> and we're gonna have to 